Hi, this is Tara. And this is Ashley. And this is Talking Shite. We're alive, Yay. we're here. Yay. We're doing it. So, we're going to talk about uh, episode six, uh, Manacled Slim Wrists. Mm-hmm. The Crystal episode. The Crystal episode. So, um, you know, as our listeners would know if they listen constantly, we're a bit behind schedule with some of our episode recordings. So as we record this, we've actually seen up to episode eight. Um, yeah, sorry guys, but we're getting there. Um, so personally, I think having had three character centric episodes, I think the character centric episodes have been the strongest of the season. Yeah. So episode six is a little bit filler. There is like some story stuff that happens and we get Crystal and everyone loves Crystal. So Mm -hmm. like legitimately. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Crystal gives a lot of joy and it's probably the most screen time she's had, you know, so and she gets to be a bit active. While still not really knowing what's going on, but knowing yeah. so much more than anyone else somehow. Just, just you know, Sarah, like, how does Crystal come up with this shit? Like, it just... <laughs> how does Crystal come up with this shit? No one really knows. Uh, it's probably a greater mystery than the clone disease or what happened to that parking ticket in season one. Like, no one really knows... Um, but you know what? You gotta love her for it. I love Crystal. I think she's great. Does anyone dislike Crystal? I don't think so. I've never seen Crystal hate. No, I don't. I can't recall. It's a character who is really hard to dislike. Yes. She's so bubbly and just unintentionally funny Mm -hmm. that, yeah, it's a joy. And it's nice to have a break from all the death and the terrible things that are otherwise happening. And yeah. Crystal brings that lightness to the show, which is great, which you need. You can't just have doom and gloom all the time because it gets a bit hard to take. True. So It's, like, really important to um have, like, that lighter tone. And Crystal <laughs> brings that. She certainly does. No, but actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the negative Nelly, though, and say that oh I God. don't think that this episode uh, uh, fit into this season. Uh, I, I just I didn't think that it, it was the right time or place for this episode. I think maybe season three, for sure, but I feel like uh, this season, it's only been in the last few weeks that they've really gone bull at the gate. Um, and watching this episode, I, I was kind of like, what's happening? Like, why is this episode happening now? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, th- I think, oh, I don't know about the timing of it, but I do feel like it's probably the last chance for them to have something that is lighter Yeah. before we really dig into it and lots of bad shit happens and there's not going to be so much time to dedicate to things that are a bit more frivolous, I guess. 
Yeah. So, um, I don't know, would you have preferred that this, like, the themes of what happened in this episode maybe happened, like, in episode four or episode two? Not or... even in this season. Like, Okay, I'm, get I'm, out of season five. Get out of the season. No, I... I, I feel like uh there's a sense of urgency this season there should have been a sense of urgency all through this season it's only been since episode seven i think it was seven um that the sense of urgency really um mounted and i had i was expecting that the whole way through um i uh i don't know i am all for the hard hitting the drama the death the the darker elements of this show um, I'm also very much for the lighter parts of it, but when they're um, strategically placed throughout the series or the season, not just... I don't, I'm not saying I hated this episode, but I didn't like um, that it wasn't urgent enough. I feel like there is so much that needs to be wrapped up and so much that needs to be addressed, and I feel like this episode really just did nothing. <laughs> sorry, well, not sorry. It didn't. It didn't do nothing. We did, uh, like it's not urgent information, but things did happen in this episode that progressed the plot. Maybe not necessarily directly for the clones, but with um, PT and Susan, that whole thing coming to a head. We mm. lost two characters there at the end of the episode by Susan and Ira. As tragic. Um, so uh, there is like progression in the story, but I, I also get what you mean about there's so many things that we want answers to and there's only two episodes left and there's still so many things. Like, yeah, I get they probably could have dedicated episode six to answering some more of those questions, but... I don't know. Yeah. It's just the theme of Orphan Black. Usually it's episode seven because episode six is generally like a really heavier episode, like in previous seasons. And episode seven is usually like Allison centric and it's light and shenanigans. So yeah. they've put the shenanigans episode one episode earlier than they usually would in time for us like... to get the darker stuff happening. Maybe like it's fine for the lighter stuff to be there, but perhaps not ha- having. Um, having had dedicated so much time to it. Uh, like, the whole apartment scene probably went for an extra eight minutes longer than it needed to. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> It did go for a long time. It went for a really long time, and I'm like, this could be time dedicated to anything else. I don't know, fucking Kira and her weird-ass abilities, or yeah. if the cure is actually taking effect on Cosima, or... I don't know. Like, there are so many things that I was sitting there kind of looking at my clock, like, like my watch, like Judge Judy, like that Judge Judy gif of her, like, <laughs> looking at her watch and, like, tapping it. I'm like, come on, guys. Like, I don't hate this episode. I, I don't. And I don't hate the character. But I... At this point now, with two episodes to go, I am, like, on edge. Like, there is going to be a lot that we are never going to know. And that's just the nature of it. And I get that. Like, this show will never, ever have a definitive ending. And that sucks. But I still want answers to so many things. So I just, I feel like it could have been a bit more strategically laid out. That's all I think. Maybe. Yeah. No, I, I can see your point. Yes, that's totally valid. There is so many things that haven't been answered. Like, 
you know, Kira's dad, Cal, used to give a shit and all of a sudden he dropped off the face of the earth. He hasn't even been, like, verbally referenced. So, let alone actually make an appearance on screen. Um, but we're at the point now with two episodes left, that doesn't even matter because there's other, like you say, with Kira and her abilities, they're like, oh, we're going to explore that. And they have to an extent, but we don't know why, how far her abilities go. Like, we don't know any of that. And I don't know if that's going to happen in the last two episodes. And I feel like that's more important to know. I don't think there's an answer. I think... Like, just cause. Just cause. Just because. Just Genetics, science, science, DNA. Yeah, because science, (laughs) I don't know. Like, uh, I don't don't know. I mean, yeah. The sense of urgency hasn't been there until very recently. And um, I'm not disappointed by it. I'm not thrilled by it either. But I'm kind of... uh, I just remember sitting in the room with, like, all of my people after this episode and we all kind of just looked at each other like, um, what? (laughs) So, I I don't know. It's not hating on the episode. I don't want to sound like I'm hating on the episode or the character or the show. Like, I just, I'm a greedy person and I want everything and anything that I can get and it's just stressing me that we're never going to get anything else after this like this is it so I I feel like what you're trying to say is there's a time and a place for these things and this just was not the time and place for it no this was not the time and place unfortunately like yep season one like episode six like the potluck yeah cool why not like it's kind of yeah have that in there okay we kind of needed it (laughs) but then like I don't know yeah, maybe have it in there, I guess. It deserves its place in there, but just not as much time dedicated to it. I sound like such a hater. I'm really not. I love this show so much. Don't, <laughs> oh my god, don't you I fucking hate Orphan Black so much. My god, I just oh my I god. hate it. Like, it's, it's, it's giving me split ends, and <laughs> I don't like it at all. <sighs> but it's okay. You're allowed to feel feelings that are not positive sometimes. Yeah. Even well. though it's your favourite show. And I understand. We we have we know where we're ending the show. We know how much longer we have of the show. And yeah. to think these episodes are counting down. We have fewer episodes, but still so many questions. The questions list is not reducing, but the episode list is. So mm-hmm. I get it. I get wanting the urgency, wanting answers, hoping for some fucking resolution. Oh, my God. So I get it. Yep. It's insanity. <laughs> it really is. It truly is. But, uh, yeah, so uh, what else? What else happens in this episode? Well, Cosima is locked in the basement. Um, we don't really get addressed what happened to that dead body, Yanis. He was in there when Cosima got locked in there, but it's never seen again. So, yeah. <laughs> mm. Anyway. And, um. I, yeah, I, I wonder how long, um. I wonder how long he was in there before he potentially got removed, or he, if he was, in fact, yeah. still in there. How could they remove him with Without the same in out. there <laughs> and her trying to not get out? Because he's a big dude. It would take probably two people to take him out. Yeah. Maybe they had like three people, someone 
corner in Kasima, the other two people taking the body out. We just don't get to see that. Yeah. Anyway, I was thinking that during the episode. That's just my train of thought for that. (laughs) Where did did he go? Where did he go? He evaporated. Um, I just, I didn't, I don't, oh my God. So there's that that shot though, that really sort of beautiful shot of uh, Cosima. The first time we see her and she's kind of just sitting there in the cage and she's shaking and she's like in deep sort of stressful contemplation. And I love that shot. I don't know, I just, that moment where it kind of is just all weighing on her way too heavily and you can't tell if she's just exhausted or if she's getting sick or like, it, it, you can't really tell. It's just really ambiguous, but it's also kind of speaking volumes. <sighs> I will say the cinematography this season, like the the, sh- the shots have been really quite lovely. Indeed, they have been. There's been some very nice shots involving but also some very her, beautiful people. Her, her interaction with Cody, though, I really like that. I, <laughs> God, I love the parallels that are coming out this season as well. I will say that. Um, that instant parallel of, you know, Cody saying to her, we have like a pet project that we could use your help on if you just shift your thinking even by a step, um, you know, you could be like such a valuable asset. And she's like, frankly, I think you're all too insane. (laughs) And then, you know, it's kind of a, like a throwback to when, um, Neilan said to Delphine, you know, like, uh, we have a position for you. Like it's a one-time offer. And she was just like, you're finished. Like they just, they, they are scientists themselves, but they can see like just how fucked up these guys are. And how far they're willing to push it and how unethically and immorally they are willing to do it as well. I just, I like that a lot about these two characters. Yeah, and I feel like the difference between them and Cody and PT is they value humanity over the science. And um, Cody and PT definitely don't give a flying fuck about anybody except for themselves and progressing this science. Oh, fuck, I can't even talk. Um, (laughs) And obviously PT's whole agenda is I've got to live as long as I possibly can. Yeah, his agenda is completely egocentric. But, like, what's Cody's agenda? I mean, is she into power? She dig being like PT's right hand man. Like I don't. I think know. she's just a little bit deranged. Like really, she's uh, off off the rails a little bit. Then, yeah, she's just a little bit unhinged. Um, but yeah, he is very clearly a one one sort of one person dude. Like he kind of just is all for him and him alone. So. It's so interesting though because all of he's surrounded by women, right? Yeah. And they're all strong, smart women. Yeah. Susan yeah. is like very smart, probably smarter than PT. Um, you know, she has she gives an air of like independence and power and strength and yet she goes yeah. along with his bullshit. And I guess you yeah, could say the same make... for Rachel, like Yeah. Why? He's not charismatic yeah. in any way. Like I don't. No, get no. It. It's weird. It's it's it. I I 
think that is part of the point that they're trying to get at is that you don't have to be this stud that kind of wins women over and then rules them because you're, you know, incredible. It, it, it just goes to show how nonchalant, like, guys can be, like, men can be, and they, they can still, like, just exercise so much power over women. Like, it's it's just... It's just a thing. Like, it's just there. It's ingrained in society. It's, like, it's just there. You know? These these women all have worth and they all have power and and intellect and everything else. But, yeah, at the end of the day, they're still sitting at, you know, being pressed under his thumb. Like, they're just, they're there. It just, it bugs me a lot. Yeah. Yep, parallels with the real world, unfortunately. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess it's also a bit of like a, like, maybe, like, PT is probably like a bit of a metaphor for like, you know, probably for Trump, you know, let's be honest, like. (laughs) Yeah, the greatest president they've ever had. Yeah, I mean, like, (laughs) this person who really has no sort of. I don't know. Like he clearly has some experience or he has some knowledge behind him, but he's just a guy that's just been put in that position. Like he's a showman. Yeah. That's what he is. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. So, um, mud wears a cowbell for the duration of the episode. But um, we we also know why she's so loyal to PT after this episode, and yeah, that um, was a bit shocking. Also, a bit annoying. We have more backstory on Mud than we do Delphine Kalukale. <laughs> what a surprise! Uh, yeah, yeah, I get that. I do. <laughs> but then I think I think it was nice to have um, to understand Mud's motivations and why oh, yeah. she's loyal, and. Um, I get it to a degree. Um, you know, she says that she can't even, um, commit suicide or overdose. Um, you know, she's that poor of a junkie and, you know, just the way that she talks about herself. So, you know, self-esteem's low. PT obviously would have seen that and be like, great, there's someone who doesn't value themselves, who you can manipulate and mould however you choose. And he's done that very well um yeah so I think getting that little bit of a background on mud oh I mean I enjoyed it and it was very it was very well acted that scene as well like yeah it 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 kind of hit you in the chest like you you could feel it you're you're like oh shit like she's just so naive and regards herself so little like she needs something to hold on to yeah and I mean, you can tell that she's not all for the cause. I mean, she wouldn't have let Yanis out if that were the case. But, yeah. Little mud. I mean, will we ever see her again? I don't know. I don't know. Well, we're going back... Oh, spoilers. But previews for episode nine, we're going back onto the island because that's where PT is. Yeah, true. Um, So we might be able to see mud then, 
possibly, because uh, people stayed behind on the island after the the fiery shit happened. Spoilers again, sorry. But this is what happens. Spoiler. <laughs> spoilers, spoilers, spoilers everywhere. I'm pretty sure everyone is up to date. Everyone's more up to date than we are right now. <laughs> uh, we're all on the same page. We're just on the back pages uh, recording. <sighs> we're just anyway, doing our own thing. Chipping away. Chipping away at it. Life. Yeah. Life happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. But you know what? The scene that affected me the most, actually, surprisingly, was, was Ira's death. And oh, oh my god. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. expecting that. And I was wow. like, oh, that's a bit sad, isn't it? Because he really was just he was a little bit innocent, wasn't he? He was. That he was, was a little bit innocent. Very sad. Like Susan, we have to go now. Like, oh god. Mm. Oh, like it's just it was bit. just like Simba when he tried to wake up Mufasa. It's like, Dad, we oh, have god. to go. <laughs> Only it was Mom, we have to go. <laughs> Yeah, look, I, I also felt, and again, spoilers, that it was ambiguous that he had died until we found out the following week that he had, in fact, died. Yeah. Because he had, like, the nosebleed happening, but, you know, He to was me, clearly glitching. We didn't but... see him die, but... Yeah, I think he's, like, so the only character. I think he's the only character that actually has died ambiguously. Like, everyone else has been very clearly killed. And in the cases where the character supposedly died, they came back. But he supposedly died, and then next minute he was actually dead. So, <laughs> yep. But yeah, that that whole encounter actually, the encounter leading up to it as well, like him in the in the in the cage with Kasima, you know, him giving her the information, and then him going to get Susan. Like it was all just, it was all very kind of heartbreaking I think he so badly oh. just wanted to live and yeah and it, it was it was just as robbed from him just as clearly as Kasima's health has been robbed from her like yeah geez their their disease though it comes on and it gets you super quick oh yeah as soon as you start showing like symptoms it seems to yeah, be that it, it's fast like within it's like pretty... one or two weeks or even less than that gone yeah. That's you don't have much of a chance for yeah. for a cure when the symptoms come on and then you're dead a week later. Yeah, I mean, especially it seems like to be the case. Yeah, with the caster disease, that yeah, like you said, it's very it's rapid, like rapid onset. Like as soon as they start to glitch, they're pretty much on the countdown, and it happens incredibly fast. But we still don't have like a sort of general kind of idea as to the the life expectancy of a clone like a leader clone once they start showing this um disease because i mean kasima's probably now been nursing this disease for five months like probably pushing on six yeah yeah um she she has the very slight advantage of having um been testing out various things and when she got the um when she got that shot that came from Kira's tooth and stuff like that I think that prolonged things a little bit for her yeah not cure cured oh anything though god it just occurred to me okay spoiler alert because I'm gonna jump forward and also jump back 
MK was sick, she was killed. Like, like prematurely, like before the disease got her. Katja yes. was sick. She was killed prematurely before the disease got her. Um, Miriam, so from episode eight, was sick and was killed before the disease got her. Like, Kasima seems to be the only clone that has actually, like... No. Like, what about Jennifer Fitzsimmons? <gasps> True. Okay, died yeah. of the disease. There she you did go. die of the disease. Okay. You just you just foiled my I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, but the odds the odds are still in favour. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. The chances of dying from the disease is Aren't low. As... <laughs> chances of being shot in the head, very high. <laughs> Yeah, but it seems I guess I guess that's why like their their um like their their evidence for like the severity of the disease, the lifespan of the disease, like it's been so skewiffy because they literally haven't had like a, a control group that has displayed the symptoms long enough to actually get the data required. Yeah. And it and it and it's like what what time frame do you begin to show symptoms? Because Alison has never shown any symptoms and you would yep. imagine, you know, I don't know, is it that they're, they're trying to get at your environment contributes to when the onset begins? Like, I don't know, maybe. Maybe, like, hmm. I don't know. That's a good, that's a good like, point to bring up though because... Yeah, Alison. I mean, occasionally Alison clears her throat, but you can't really tell if that's just her being quirky or if that's her potentially starting to show really early onset symptoms. But, I think that's just an Alison tick. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's yeah, but I mean the evidence in support of like what they're trying to achieve is really it's it's unreliable because they just don't have a like a control sample that that reflects like what they need to to draw from like but yeah, I know I don't want to jump forward now because I have other Things that I want to address you, you about. Can the... leave, you can leave that for a later podcast episode. Yeah, I know, right? I can. I can. But, yeah, I don't know. It just... All I know is, is in the episode before this one, so I'm five, Kasima coughed several times. In this one, she was still, like, raspy and kind of clearing her throat and coughing a little bit. Like, has the cure taken effect or what? Don't know. And <laughs> no will one talks we about actually... It. Will we actually get a Kasima, you're cured, or are we just is it just gonna be well, who can say? Yeah, and I, I suppose the same goes for for Charlotte, um, because she's the only other one that's been given the cure. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't know, it'd be nice to have that addressed. I mean, yeah, I think sure. Kasima does mention at one stage something about Charlotte's progress, as in it's slightly improved. Yeah. Or did I imagine that? That happened, right? Wait, repeat? <laughs> <laughs> um, Kasima mentions 
something about Charlotte's progress in like a positive Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She says light. that you, yeah, she says that she's definitely showing signs of improvement, but I mean mm. I guess that's also, you know, the fact that she's a kid, you know. Well, we know that it it must work in some way because Rachel is given the inoculation sugar water, yeah. So yeah, I guess there's their vaccine shot, pretty much. Um, nice parallel but, season yeah, two. When it's administered, when you already have the disease, how long does that take to reverse yeah, exactly. those symptoms? Because, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, Charlotte was showing signs of the disease, but Charlotte's also a child. And <sighs> me and Tali were talking about this the other day, but... I mean, everyone knows that kid, kids are like rubber, but we're also, like, we're talking about, like, the whole Lynn28A theme has been coming up so much, and there are studies to show that, like, that younger subjects respond better to ailments that can be um, displayed in older subjects, like mice in particular. Like, I'm pretty sure... There's been uh, studies or tests on uh, LIN28A um, being transferred, like being, not transferred, like being extracted, like from younger mice and and uh, given to like older mice to kind of clear up ailments and they display progress to a degree, but not by much. Like there's... And even like transferring young, like younger cells, like plasma and blood and stuff, to older mice and stuff like that. Oh, there's like an a bit, age. A bit of the old PTs. Yeah, like there's pretty much like there's an age, pretty much where it kind of like your body starts to shut off that that rubber, sort of like that. I'm 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 made of rubber, kind of immortality that kids seem to have. You know, like there there comes a time where like it kind of gets cut off. Yeah, look, I'm pretty sure that cuts in when puberty hits because it's all downhill from there, pretty much. Pretty much. Everything turns to shit. But, <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, uh, Charlotte obviously isn't sh- showing improvements. Like, she's young. She's, you know, she's, like, healthy in other in other aspects, I guess. And, you know, she's, she's a kid. Other than Whereas, that bung leg. Uh, yeah, bung leg. But, like, Rachel hasn't really been showing signs of the... See, the thing is, Rachel is so consumed and so concerned by the disease, and yet she doesn't show symptoms of it. She's just... She's pretty much preparing herself for doomsday. Like, she knows that she's susceptible, so she's been like, I need to fix this now. Like, yeah. Yeah, Rachel, Rachel's really proactive, though, so... Um... Rachel's a bitch. <laughs> Oh, we're going to save Rachel for the next the next podcast. There's plenty mm-hmm. to say there. So, um, but yeah, this being the lighter episode, Crystal um, Crystal plays a big part in this episode, and I know you feel it's out of place. But, you know, there's comedy to be derived from what happened, and it was good to see Tom Cullen on the show too. Yeah, 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 like totally. Although his name was like Linsip Max, like Lemsip, Lemsip yeah. Max. Yeah, I'm like just when you like have flu. What do you have? You have Lemsip Max. 
I'm like, why is that? Why does it sound so familiar? I don't get it. And then I, I'm like, like, oh, oh yeah, fuck. I had that last winter. Yeah, <laughs> citrus flavor. <laughs> I was just like, oh my god, that's why. Like Len, no Lem. Len, Len, Len sip, Len sip. But I was just like, oh my god, what the fuck? <laughs> um, I like, I like that Crystal kind of wasn't letting them walk all over her as well, like. No, he's my guy. Like, you and that Australian girl are going to, like, ruin everything. Like, I love that moment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I laughed so hard out. when that line dropped. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> We finally got, like, the Aussies finally got a shout out. Yeah, same. I was like, oh, Australia, they said our name. <laughs> they said us. Yeah. <laughs> 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 almost as good as when they say the title of a movie in the like oh my god they said it they said the name of the movie in the movie (laughs) did you entirely get out your australian flags like yeah (laughs) yeah that's cool (laughs) (sighs) but yeah um i did yeah i did like that crystal wasn't letting them walk all over her for once like every other time she's kind of been made to just be shh, like quiet crystal and and um you know let us do the hard work but this time she's like no like this is my guy this is my source and he's really hot <laughs> oh my god that <laughs> stop you're making me wet line i oh nearly died <laughs> yeah i think i i choked <laughs> i was like oh what did she just Excuse say me? like since when is this sort of language used on like, I'm, I'm just gonna have to use that in everyday life i think yeah thanks <sighs> for that crystal oh my god it was so funny <laughs> i get it like i'm laughing about it i get it like i enjoy the humor but it just wasn't the time oh i know i know i get it <sighs> i get it i do <laughs> but you know, it was Crystal at her Crystal best doing and what Crystal does. Punch him in the balls. I'm going to kick him in the balls. And ping. <laughs> I'm going to kick him in the balls. Uh, so funny. But then I'm still like, does she know what's happening? Like, no. <laughs> I don't know. No. Does she, has it finally sunk in? Like, what's going to happen? Oh, what's going to happen to her? <laughs> like, where is she gone? She's so precious. She's she just gone precious. back to doing her youtube channel it's fine kb beauty we love it when you guys send us emails especially when you don't speak english it's so adorable (laughs) you guys literally give us so much inspiration that should be our new catchphrase (laughs) guys send us emails in a foreign language thank you in in not english (laughs) oh my god She's just, I love her. I do love her. But what else? What else? What else? I don't know what else happened in this episode. Sarah did a lot of nothing. Have you noticed that this season? Sarah's done nothing. Um, what has Sarah done this season? What has Sarah done this season? Let's think. Flipped her hair out of her face a couple times. Yelled. Made a fire. Being suspicious. Yeah, yeah, I don't what, know. She hasn't. She hasn't. Suddenly, like, physically... Sarah is on the back burner. Yeah, she's our protagonist, but she's not our protagonist. It's weird. Yeah, I They're don't treating know. Sarah re- like really interesting this season. Like, oh god, I don't even know. Like, is it to lessen the blow when she fucking dies? 
Oh, she didn't have that much <laughs> importance anyway by the end, guys. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to spoiler this, but with recent episodes I and know, events it that happen, I don't think, I think Sarah's going to be safe. I think Sarah yeah, I think is going to so now as well. So, I mean, she's still not entirely off the chopping block, but I think um, after, in light of recent events, I think that they have made it pretty clear that she's got big issues to fill. I've, I think maybe with Sarah, her hands have been a little bit more tied this season and she's been trying more so to be a better mum and be there for Kira because Kira's going through all of this stuff and I, I think she's been more motherly, more so mm. than active for the sisters. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, I think that's Sarah's role, but I think that will change in the last couple of episodes. I think shit's going to get real and we're going to see classic Sarah come back. Yep. Well, I don't know. We shall see, I guess. We shall. But We shall. What else? Was there anything else of significance that happened this episode? Besides well, Scott maybe developing a bit of a love interest? <laughs> I don't think that's going anywhere. Sorry, Scotty. I oh, really wanted Scotty. it to be a clone. He's like, oh, you get used to it. Oh, Scotty. Mm, poor Scotty. He could get a girlfriend. He's a nice guy. Mm, Scott. Anyway. Um, but the only other thing I can think of is... We actually get our full confirmation of PT being a fraud and we have that photo of him with Susan and it's like, yep, turns out he's pretty much the same age as Susan. So there you go. Yep, what a fraud. Oh, my God. Been saying that since the get-go. One of the things that I've gotten right, yay. But I feel like that was obvious. I I don't think many people were buying into the fact that he was a 170-year-old man, right? I don't know. I liked the idea of it. I liked the idea of them going down some weird moddy, moddy, body modification, like, sci-fi route that kind of played on the side of reality. But the whole, it's not the man but the name that lives on sort of concept is also fitting. Like, you know, yeah, when, he's when the you Wizard think of back Oz. in history, you don't think of, like, oh, he was this man with this you know, facial hair and these blue eyes and you think of the, you think of the name and what was associated with the name where it, whether it's tyranny or massacres or revolution, like the, you don't, yeah, you don't think of the physical man, you think of the name. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. Can we just quickly also acknowledge the fact that Kasima once again mentioned her parents and the boats sort of hurt. like they just they keep giving us some canon backstory for Kasima. Like I don't know if you knew about this, but I grew up on boats. Like, oh, Kasima. Yeah, she knows how to boat. I love I love that. I love that she's a boating kid. I love that Maybe we keep getting stuff Delphine. about her. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think we've covered pretty much everything to do mm-hmm. with. Episode six. Concurred. Um, and we don't have any emails about it. I guess people maybe felt the same way that you do. Hmm. Don't have anything to say about episode six. Was it funny? Yes. Do we love Crystal? Yes. 
Did it Was progress it a lot? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay. Anyway, it's in the past now, so... Yeah, what can you do? Onwards and Shit upwards. happens. <laughs> anyway, it's a nice little snappy episode we've done here, so... Uh, yeah, look out for more, because we, we will. We're going to fill the gaps. We're getting there. We're filling them. We're filling yeah. them. Yes. But yes, yes anyway. Are. Like, legitimately, thank you for um, listening to us. It just warms our heart that you guys <laughs> listen to us. And um, just thank you. <laughs> thank you. Ah. Uh. I can't do the voice because I butcher it. How about? I, I oh can't. my god! Did you know, like Red Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> no, like legitimately. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you guys are wonderful. Thank you. We're not. We're not quite at fifty thousand subscribers, but we're going to get there eventually. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's okay. We'll get to fifty. That's that's better. Definitely. Yum. Anyway, guys, thank you. And, uh, goodbye. Uh, toodaloo.